0: Hello! Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Bright, Bright Feathers, an original work by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Seth and Lily and their family, Ruben and Marceline and their family, Parker and Callan Evans and their family, and Cash and Delta May and their family. Thank you so much, Delta, Cash, Callan, Parker, Marceline, Ruben, Lily, and Seth you are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to Amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Our Patreon subscribers also gain access to a special commercial-free feed, With all of our past episodes on it, plus all of our new ones, which you get for pledging as little as $1 a month. The feed works with any podcast player, and you can email us if you need help setting it up. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Bright, Bright Feathers In the heart of a rustling, bustling city, there lived a colorful little parrot named Pocono. He had escaped from a pet store when he was just a chick, and now, years later, he was the most brightly colored moocher on his block. He would fly from trash can to trash can, from dumpster to dumpster, and feast on all the thrown-out food. His favorite spot was the park dumpster, especially on Saturdays when they had the farmer's markets. On market day, Pocono ate old seeds and bruised fruit until his little parrot tummy was round and heavy as a plum. Still, though, that left six days of the week when he felt a little, well, peckish. One day, little Pocono was out for his afternoon flight when his stomach gave a rumbling, tumbling, grumbling noise. I'm hungry, hungry, hungry. Let's see what we can find. He swooped down by a giant apartment building, planning on rooting through the dumpster in the back, but then he spied something better. A woman out on her balcony, eating the biggest, juiciest orange that Pocono had ever seen. With a frantic flutter of wings, he flapped over and landed on her balcony railing. Oh, what's this? A pretty little parrot. Pocono puffed up at that. He had long, bright, bright feathers of red and green, and he was very proud of them. Did you just come to visit, or do you want some of my orange? He gave her a squawk and a whistle and bobbed his head until she laughed aloud. All right, pretty bird, you've convinced me here you go. She broke off a section of the orange and laid it on the railing for him. Pocono attacked it with his beak, losing himself in the sweet, citrusy flavors so completely that he was very surprised when she leaned over and plucked a feather from his wing. It didn't really hurt, but it surprised him so badly he let out an echoing squawk. Sorry, pretty bird. I just noticed you had some green feathers mixed in with the red. I think you'd look better being all red, don't you? Pocono didn't really think that at all. He liked his mixed red and green feathers, but he wanted to keep the woman happy, so he whistled and bobbed his head. That worked well enough to earn him another piece of orange, and while he ate it, the woman pulled out a few more green feathers and let the breeze carry them away. Good bird! I'm Lizzie, by the way. Do you have a name? Pocono was, of course, called Pocono, but he didn't know how to say it in human talk, so he just kept on eating. Finally, the orange gone, little Pocono whistled a farewell and flapped once more into the sky. He didn't go very far, though, because just across the street, at another towering apartment building, there was a young man eating a papaya. Feeling good after Lizzie's orange, Pocono flapped on down to the man's railing. Whoa, a parrot, and a handsome one at that. Pocono puffed up at that. As you know, he had long, bright, bright feathers of red and green, and he was very proud of them. Are you a tourist? No? Oh, I see. You want some papaya. Pocono gave him a squawk and whistle and bobbed his head until he laughed aloud. All right, buddy, you talked me into it. He spooned out a lump of papaya and laid it on the railing. Pocono attacked it with his beak, losing himself in the sweet, tropical flavor so completely that he was very surprised when the man leaned down and plucked a feather from his wing. It didn't really hurt, but it surprised him so badly he let out an echoing, Squawk! Sorry, pal. I was just looking and you have some red feathers mixed in with your green. Red is fine and all, but you look way cooler if you were all green, don't you think? Pocono didn't really think that at all. He liked his mixed green and red feathers, but he wanted to keep the young man happy, so he whistled and bobbed his head. That worked well enough to earn him another chunk of papaya, and while he ate it, the man pulled out a few more red feathers and let the breeze carry them away. Looking good. I'm Phil, by the way. Do you have a name? Pocono was, of course, called Pocono, but he didn't know how to say it in human talk, so he just kept on eating. Finally, the papaya gone, little Pocono whistled a farewell and flapped once more into the sky. He was feeling really good. He had made two new friends, even better, friends with food, and all it cost him was a few red and green feathers. Pocono loved his colors, but if Lizzie wanted to pull a few green feathers and Phil wanted to snag some red, that was worth a meal. He was so happy about it, he sang as he soared over the city streets. shiny red and green they say my bright bright feathers are the best they've ever seen lizzie loves the red ones and phil prefers the green but they agree my bright bright feathers are the best they've ever seen the next day little pocono went back to lizzie's building and was happy to see her sitting on her balcony eating another orange He landed and whistled and bobbed his head until Lizzie laughed and gave him part of her orange. As he ate, she pulled out a few more green feathers and let them drift away on the wind. When he finished his meal, he flew across the street and was happy to see Phil on his balcony eating another papaya. He landed and whistled and bobbed his head until Phil laughed and gave him part of his papaya. As he ate, Phil pulled out a few more red feathers and let them drift away on the wind, too. Stuffed full of fruit, Little Pocono again took to the sky. They love my bright, bright feathers, all shiny red and green. They say my bright, bright feathers are the best they've ever seen. Lizzie loves the red ones and Phil prefers the green. But they agree my bright, bright feathers are the best they've ever seen. The next day, little Pocono went back to Lizzie and Phil and repeated the whole thing again, eating their fruit and letting them pluck his feathers. Only this time, when he took off from Phil's balcony, he only managed to fly a few streets over before he crashed back down to earth amid a gaggling frazzle of squawks and whistles and wings. Oh no, why can't I fly? said Pocono, but then he saw it. He had been so caught up in making sure Lizzie and Phil both liked him he hadn't been keeping track of his feathers. Between Lizzie pulling out the green ones and Phil pulling out the red, poor little Pocono had almost no feathers left at all. Miserable, he walked into a nearby bush to hide. Having to walk was very embarrassing for a bird, and to walk and be bald? Pocono couldn't bear the thought of anyone seeing him that way. They loved my bright, bright feathers, all shiny red or green. They said my bright, bright feathers were the best they'd ever seen. Lizzie loved the red ones, and Phil preferred the green. But they pulled out all the others, and there's none left to be seen. The next weeks were very hard for Little Pocono. Unable to fly, he was forced to hide in the bushes and shrubs and fight the pigeons for scraps in the grass. Luckily for him, though, the plucked feathers soon started to grow back in, and eventually he was able to return to the sky. He looked just as bright, bright as ever, but inside he was changed. He had learned that you can't please everyone, and if you let people change you just so they'll like you better, you may keep a friend, but you'll lose yourself in the process. I- All shiny red and green. I say my bright, bright feathers are the best I've ever seen. Well, well, I love the red one. Sure, sure, I love the green. Together, my bright, bright feathers are the best that's ever been seen. The end. Today's story, Bright, Bright Feathers, was an original work by Daniel Hines, performed by me, Amanda Weldon, with songs by us both. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and receive a thank you in a future episode, please head to patreon.com slash stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. We're working on thanking everyone, but there's a lot of you, and we're so grateful. Please know that it will take about two or three months from when you first emailed for it to be your turn. Thanks for listening!